Welcome to the Hello Justina Show, a safe place for the sensitive and ambitious woman who's ready to break through the patterns of behavior that keep her stuck in her relationships and her career. On this show, we explore faith and psychology-based concepts to help you build emotional resilience so you can stop drowning in your emotions and start leading your ideal life from a calm and confident place. This show is like having a coach in your pocket, giving you the tools and inspiring you to lead your life as your next level true self. Get ready to transform your life, your career, and your relationships by building emotional resilience. Let's get into the show. The masks that we wear as people pleasers, fixers, and saviors, people who try to save and rescue people, they're is an actual term called masking and masterclass.com defines it as the term masking refers to the propensity people feel to hide their emotions or personality traits in specific situations. In many cases, a set of learned behaviors goes on to compromise a person's masking habits. And when you think of masking, you, it, if it's probably exactly what you're thinking it is, putting on a different face for different situations that you encounter or different people that you are socializing with. It's like, I put on this mask and I'm, I'm a little more mean. I put on this mask and I'm a little more happy. It just depends on who I'm around, right? Now, when it comes to us as pleasers, it's easy for us to default to this type of behavior because we want to be accepted. At the root of masking is the need for acceptance, the need to feel like you're enough, right? And so when we go into relationships, let's say, for example, you were in an unhealthy relationship and you learn how to respond in conflict or learn how to show up in that relationship with a certain mask on so that you didn't ruffle any, so you didn't ruffle any feathers or cause conflict or anything like that. So you wear this mask where you don't express your authentic feelings and you don't say what you really feel or what what you really want to say, or you don't show a certain side of your personality, maybe even because you are trying to please the person that you're with right? I know for me personally, I noticed um, when I went in certain environments, and this is just from growing up, that my body language changed. So like when I was in the hood, I immediately like my entire demeanor is different. I look real, real mean, real tough because when I was younger, I learned that this is how I needed to present myself in order for me to be safe so that no one will try to mess with me. Right. And so as an adult, that doesn't serve my, serve me anymore. Right. Like I want to be happy and free and loose. Right. Um, instead of looking like really mean, but this really mean look on my face is kind of like a default, actually just like, that's just how I look resting B face. I'm not going to say the actual word, but you know what I'm talking about? Wink, wink. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so that is a, uh, my, my whole demeanor changes when I'm in, um, those types of environment. And I noticed that when I went to LA, um, this last time, oh, it's so annoying. I forget how much people stare like that, you know, that creepy stare that, that 
creepy old horny men give you they're just like you know they're like they're checking you out and they're looking at you with this like nasty look it's so disgusting i can't freaking stand it i have hated it my entire life i still hate it it's so disrespectful so disrespectful like just because the I'm a woman that doesn't mean I want you staring at me like this, right? So my demeanor, as soon as I, I sense that, bam, I, I'm just like, I'm pissed, right? I look mad. And, um, but that mask doesn't serve me all the time. And that mask doesn't show my the fullness of me, all parts of me, the wholeness of my authentic self, right? It's just, which is necessary in times when you're, if you feel threatened, of course your your body changes. But what I'm referring to today is masking behavior when you are hiding your authentic self when you're not threatened, okay? When you're not being threatened and you are, let's say, in a healthy environment or you're, let's say you're showing up on social media or you're like with your family or friends, putting masks on to hide your authentic self so that you, because you're afraid of not being accepted, that is the mask I'm talking about. Okay. And so when we do this, what we're doing, it's like we're losing a piece of ourselves each time we do this. We are breaking the trust with ourselves and that relationship within ourselves, which is so important for if you want to be confident and to be um, sure, more sure and decisive about your decisions. You have to build up that self trust. And when we put masks on, we're breaking down our self trust. Okay. And so my question to you, or rather my challenge to you is to consider what areas, relationships, and um, environments in your life are you putting a mask on? Are you not revealing your authentic self, your authentic feelings, and what you actually want to say in the moment instead of rushing to say yes and agree to things like stopping and asking yourself, do I really want to do this? Like, what areas in your life and friendships, relationships, are you putting masks on to conceal, to hide away your authentic self? Because in order for us, if we truly want to walk confident in life and live a life that is free, meaning free from guilt, shame, obligation, from condemnation, from all those things, the relationship with ourselves is number one. And I'm not talking like number one above God. <laughs> I mean, like, of course, God first, but your relationship with yourself, if it's not there and you have a relationship with God and others, and you're belittling yourself, your self is, um, relationship with yourself is on the back burner. You're not doing any good. There's a gap there. Like it needs to go God, you and others, but instead you're doing God, others, and then you at the wee bottom because you're putting others' needs before your own, because you're not setting boundaries when you should. And every time you do that, you're putting on a mask. You're putting on a mask that hides what you truly feel in the moments, what is really good for your well-being. And it is not wrong for you to seek your well-being first above others. I think that can be a misconception heavily um, promoted by some like religions, like be self-sacrificing so that way, and that's where the conflict between the personal development world and uh, religion, because where Christianity says, sacrifice yourself, and um, the personal development world says, 
um, develop yourself, build yourself trust. Right. But I think if you, if you can't see the, see the complexities of it, like the, the even line of what it really truly means to sacrifice, but also put yourself first. Like that is like, it sounds like a dichotomy, like it doesn't belong together. Right. Like it feels like it should be one or the other, but it actually can be simultaneously true. And it should be right in order for us to have like this really good blend of a good and free life. So we want to sacrifice for the good of others, but, and that can be like a bigger purpose, a bigger, like I'm like the work I'm doing is for the good of others. Right. Or it could even be smaller. Like I'm sacrificing this in this moment so that I can do X, Y, Z or have X, Y, Z. But that doesn't mean that I'm always sacrificing my needs. I think there's a difference. Like there's this polarity, like it's either all or nothing and it's not all or nothing. It's this intricate weaving and, and I don't want to say balance, but this intricate dance between when do I give and when do I, when do I not give? And I think all of when do I give and what, what do I sacrifice? Cause you can sacrifice anything. Sacrifice can be small, like I'm going to sacrifice something I want, like food. I'm not going to eat sushi all day long because I want to lose weight. So I'm sacrificing my desire for sushi, right? I'm sacrificing a really good stinking meal, right? Because <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight. Although I'm not sacrificing sushi. Let's just say that it's all about portions. Um, but that, I'm just trying to give you an example of how sacrifice can be small, like in our day-to-day -day lives. But when it comes to sacrificing for others... I think the problem with um, with people pleasers is, and that's why the language, this language doesn't apply to everyone. There are some people out there who have more narcissistic-like qualities who will put themselves before anyone and not have any empathy and not care for anyone. Us as sensitive people, empaths, introverts, we're a different breed because we will lay down for someone else. Okay. And I think that is the problem is that our lifestyle is laying down for someone else when instead it should be like, we don't have any, we don't have any pullback, any balance. It's just all in, give it all away, say yes to everybody, please everyone. Think of everyone first, constantly obsessed with having obsessive thoughts about what others think about us. And that's a fault. And so we wear these masks because we're our, our, our attention and focus is outwardly. And if you're not careful, that can be idolic. I think I just made that word up. <laughs> like you're idolizing the thoughts, opinions of other people, right? Instead of looking within yourself, looking to God first, and then looking within yourself for the answers, for worth, for value, for acceptance, right? So that you're not needing to obsess over putting on masks and being something for someone else, for everyone else, right? And so the more that we look within ourselves and we heal the parts of us, which is just healing the younger child, um, meeting the needs of, of what our younger selves needed that didn't get. And, and in those moments when we didn't get what we needed or what we desired, like guidance, nurturance, um, love, compassion, acceptance, a sense of being enough, like our core, core needs weren't met. Now as an adult, we're out here 
obsessing and, and striving for acceptance and approval and worthiness and validation outside of ourselves. When all we have to do is go within, and a lot of people don't want to do this, but this is how you do it. Trust me, I have done it. And I've, I've went from having zero confidence to allowing someone to feel like, make me feel, and let me just be careful my wording here. No one can make you feel something you don't already hold within yourself. So I went from having such low self-confidence where I believed that I wasn't good. I wasn't enough. I wasn't lovable. I wasn't a good person. And I probably didn't belong on this earth. Like I was at a very low, low point in my life. My confidence was like, I was like kicked to the ground and I had an emotionally abusive relationship. I had someone who actually would speak words into me that made me, again, made me feel, I want to be careful there, but they spoke very um, negative things over my life and I believed them and I believed them because I didn't have a strong sense of self. And so I went from that low, low point like praying and crying out to God because I didn't, I felt confused. And there was always a part of me that felt like, no, I'm a good person. I won't cuss so bad right now, but <laughs> I'm a stinking good person. Okay. That's what I had to tell myself. But in the lowest moments, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. It took a lot to get out of there. And that's what the power of healing does for you. It takes you from these really low moments in your life pulls you out of that mud and helps you to see the beauty that is within you, the, the love, the acceptance, the worthiness, the enoughness, the validation, everything that you need. And it's a journey, honey. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. Okay. You find that within yourself and within God so that you no longer have to seek it from other people. And what does this look like when you, when you put on your mask, and you're like, this is my mask of acceptance. Like, hey, I'm going to act this way so that I can feel accepted. Even though it may seem like it's small, like you're like just saying yes really fast to, to when people ask you things. Or you're overgiving, overdoing, overspending, even though no one asked you to. Sometimes they might, but a lot of times we just give. Like, it's just, hey, <laughs> let me give this all to you. It may seem small sometimes, right? But like moving your meeting around a little bit, taking a last minute call when you know you don't have time or you know it will make you feel anxious because you have back-to-back -back calls for the rest of the day. Things like that, like overextending ourselves for other people. What's It's small in the moment, but underneath it is this like craving, this hunger, this empty pit that's longing for acceptance and love and worthiness, right? And so healing the parts of us that were, that are craving that because those are our vulnerable parts, our vulnerable parts, the wounded parts of us. They hold these deep like grief and, and, and um, isolation, brokenness, loneliness. They hold these really deep feelings. And we put on these masks and have the, which are these protector parts, put on these masks to try to protect our vulnerable parts from being seen and from being wounded even further or for, or for re 
experiencing the same pain that they experienced at a younger time in our lives. And so we're putting on this mask, aka our protector parts, and we're going out in the world and doing everything we can to, to protect these vulnerable parts that really want acceptance to help to give those vulnerable parts this false sense of feeling like they're accepted and they're loved and they're worthy and they're validated. And so every time they encounter someone and they sacrifice for someone and they overgive or overplease or sacrifice themselves, the they're getting this false sense of worthiness and validation and love and acceptance. When in reality, the only way you can have it whole and complete, because let me tell you, that person starts running over you and then you get pissed and you realize, wait a minute, they really don't love me or have care for me because if they did, they wouldn't do this or, and then you get bitter, right? It's like, oh, they really, they really are just looking out for themselves. So it's this false sense. It's conditional. It's reliant upon what someone else thinks of us. It's that false sense of self. But once we start to heal and we begin to break down the walls um, and, and, and uh, condition and show compassion and love and grace and, and all the things that our younger selves needed and give that to ourselves, right? And heal, we have to heal, which is like, we have to have an emotional release from the times that we um, experience the wounding. And, but anyways, once we heal, then we can build that secure, strong sense of self, sense of self-trust, sense of self-confidence. And so we, we find ourselves attracting healthier relationships, um, no longer doing things outside of our capacity, right? And stop seeking validation, um, being clear in our decisions, even if that decision is risky, we're, we're clear and we know what we want. We go after what we want. We don't have to guess how we're feeling or what it is that we desire because we know exactly how to tune into that because we've been healing and doing the, excuse me, the emotional regulation and all of the building that your, your self-identity back up. So now you're free from feeling like a victim to everyone else. Like, oh, this person's using me. This person's abusing me. This person's doing this to me. Instead, you, you feel like, free and open. Like, okay, I see what this relationship is. I see what this person's doing. I'm not, I'm choosing not to be a part of it. Or you see people come in with requests in your life for like a last minute call or a last minute, um, change your plans around or cancel or whatever. And you look at that for face value for what it is. And instead of making it mean something about you, instead of internalizing it and getting offended and, and pissed off and like, oh, I'm going to shut them out of my life forever, you know, and sometimes that's necessary. Uh, but instead of losing it and being overtaken by obsessive thoughts over this situation and this person, you're able to look at it for face value for what it is and it, and not make it mean anything about you and stand strong in your confidence that I know who I am, I know what I offer, and this is not a fit for me, this doesn't sit well for me, and you're able to vocalize that, communicate that, and just really stand strong in that self-trust. So that is what authentic, like true authentic expression is like the freedom to truly be yourself without having to put a mask on to be able to say, you know what? I don't have time for a last minute call today, but you can get on my calendar for tomorrow. You know what? I don't like how you talk to me and I'm not, I'm choosing not to have people talk to me like that. So if you talk to me like that again, I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to leave the conversation because I'm not engaging in this type of abusive or whatever it may be, um, communication, 
if you can't talk to me clear and kind, I'm not going to stay here for the conversation. It's like calling out what is, calling out the unhealthy ways that people are being around you and also learning your needs and your capacity so that you can, and making calls based on that. So it's no longer an out external focused life. You're not, your, your um, confidence and your, the way you live your life and drive, make your decisions is not based on what other people think of you and what society thinks, what the church may think, your parents, what you were raised and conditioned to believe is good and okay. But instead you're looking within, like, does this align with the life that I want to lead? Is this who, who God said I am? Is this what I want to do? Is this something I truly desire? And this type of self-talk is necessary for us sensitive people. We have to have it. Don't listen to all the people out there telling you it's not about self. It's not about, well, I'm sorry, friend. As a sensitive person, I have spent most of my life worried about others and I have never given sight time a day to myself because no one taught me that. Everyone taught me self-sacrifice, all the things. I'm here to tell you as a sensitive person, you need to switch that focus on external validation, external need for acceptance, and turn that flashlight internally, okay? And I want to play this song a little bit, just a little part of it. I don't listen to this music, features music, but I didn't I didn't recognize this song when I was writing. I was like, oh, that, it, it relates, just listen. He says mask off. And I don't know if they're, I'm getting in trouble for playing that on my podcast, but this song right here, I don't think so. I think you have to play like 30 seconds, but so that song by future mask off. It's what I'm telling you guys today. I don't know what all his lyrics are, what he meant by it, but I like, I like how it relates to the message I'm telling you guys today. Self-reflect. Okay. Self-reflect my friend, do an inventory of your relationships in your life. Even if, if that sounds too heavy, just pay attention to how you're showing up today at work with your friends, with your family, with your partner, pay attention to how you respond to their needs and their wants to where they're hurting. And are you jumping in to save, to fix, or to please? Or are you considering you first? Okay. So do an inventory of your life, your relationships, your career. And if you are putting a mask on, I'm going to invite you to explore the idea of what it would look like to put this mask down, to take it off and to show and express how I truly feel in the moment. If that feels hard for you and you feel resistance when you think in the moment, oh, I don't want to say how I really feel. I don't want to take this mask off and do what I really want to do because I'm afraid. Lean into that fear. What are you afraid of if you really express how you feel in this moment? What are you afraid of if you say how you feel right now? What are you afraid of if you don't respond immediately? What are you afraid of if you say no? What are you afraid will happen? Get curious, lean into that fear because that's where your answers are going to come about what fears are driving your behavior, what fears are causing you to please and overgive and overextend yourself. Okay, I hope this was helpful.
share this with someone who needs it. I love you, sister friend. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Bye.